Hey, and welcome to the Your Good News podcast with me, Catherine Getty. It's easy to believe the news around us, that our world is dark and the future is the same. But what if we chose something different? What if we chose to find the good news in each day? This podcast will be a collection of interviews, friends, mentors, colleagues on their good news. From business to health to politics and everything in between, it's my hope you leave with a boost and find your good news. Welcome y'all to another episode of the Your Good News podcast. Today we're going to be joined by my dear friend Marlena. But before we dive into the episode, let me share a little bit more about her. Marlena lives in Chicago and owns her own business. She works with clients to build brands, grow and scale their media presence. And she's got a love for creating freedom for female entrepreneurs to build their dreams. Recently, though, she's created another venture, which we're going to hear about in a future podcast called The Brain Dump, which is a no BS community for womenpreneurs. So more to come on that. Check out both at by Marlena Jane and at the Brain Dump Co. to keep up with her. And I'll put these handles in the show notes. So without further ado, my interview with Marlena. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining for our second podcast. We're so excited to be joined by Marlena this afternoon. And I know I gave her bio, so we're going to just dive in. Marlena, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited. You are a friend that I met through another friend of mine who I met through another friend of mine. And I just, I think it's great that there's all these women that are supporting other women. I know that's sometimes a phrase is overused, but I've been so grateful to have met you and to learn more about you. And so I want to kick it off with our first question. What is your good news? Well, I was thinking about this a lot. And actually, my good news is that I'm on my first podcast. I'm so excited to podcast with you. I've listened to podcasts and been obsessed for years. I'd go to class and just learn and listen. And that's kind of how I got into the entrepreneurial beauty space, then more creative. And so honestly, I'm just so happy to be here. And this really made my day. Well, we're, I'm so excited to have you. I mean, we've talked a lot about kind of the podcast and you were a big proponent. You're like, you got to do it. And we had just met. So I was like, you have to come on and we have to learn more about you. So Marlena, and we're going to share all of her, how you find her. Let's start with your, your Instagram, because I think people, as they're listening, maybe they're going to click on an Instagram. Where can people find you on social media? Yeah, for sure. So my Instagram handle is by Marlena Jane. So B-Y-M-A-R-L-E-N-A-J-A-N-E. And this has been kind of the craziest entrepreneurial journey that happened by happenstance. And it's been so much fun to dive in. Long story short, my background is I started a beauty Instagram back in the day. And then also was interning that summer with a skincare line called Frey. This was overseas in Tel Aviv. And so I moved for three months and I worked for them. And I'm at this time seriously studying the ins and outs of the beauty industry and how small businesses, specifically independent entrepreneurs, specifically women, were using social media to grow their brands. So I'm studying brands like Way Hair Care, Summer Fridays, women like Jen Atkin, Mariana Hewitt, creme de la creme of influencers and CEOs, entrepreneurs. And so 
before I left for the summer, they Frey hired me on as a marketing consultant. And so I was able to quit my serving job at school and instead run essentially Instagram stories for this brand, Frey. So at the time when I left, they were at 30K and I've stuck with them this whole time. They're one of my clients and among other clients as well. And that's kind of what, how I got started in entrepreneurship and freelancing was being a remote marketing consultant as a senior in college. So it's been this wild and really amazing opportunity. I ended up working for Frey, even still with a full-time job downtown in Chicago. I ended up leaving that position about two to three weeks before the pandemic occurred, oh with goodness. which I for sure would have been furloughed in a couple of weeks. I don't mean that any type of negativity. It's just like factually I would have been. Yeah. So it worked out as I guess life does sometimes. It just gives you kind of a kick. And so anyway, my Instagram circling back used to be called at Beauty Secrets by MJ. That's kind of what I got started with. Yeah. And then as I started freelancing, I was like, okay, let's maybe take away from the beauty piece of it. Cause I love talking about skincare and hair care and all of it, but that's not necessarily going to be enough to make up as a full-time gig. So that's hence the social media. And now I'm working with entrepreneurs, creatives, women like yourself, which has been so cool. And to your point earlier, this women supporting women, it's a different connotation almost than it used to be, which might be sacrilegious to say, even though <laughs> maybe not. And to your point, there are some gems that I've made or met through this journey. I think it's what really struck me when we first started talking was how brave you were to take something like you see social media all the time and you see people creating things, but you just dove in and you weren't afraid of it. Were there times where you were like, holy smokes, what am I doing? Like every day, <laughs> but then every day there's also an opportunity or something like this that you're like, okay, this is sick and something's working, but that's circling back and you help me lead this how yeah. in the best direction. But that's why we, Emma and I created the brain dump. So circling back, when I started to go full-time, there was another person who went full-time in a very similar market, but a different task. So Emma at Right Hand Glam, okay. she does engagement strategy, which is all about lead generation and basically making new friends on Instagram. So then you can sell and connect to them. It's Got really it. about community. It's not all about the money because making a community will Yeah, I feel like so influencers get such a bad rap sometimes, but it really is at the heart of it, creating communities online. Yes. And I think it can be such a really powerful, I mean, that's kind of how I first found a friend that connected me to you that can, you know, it's exactly. that community is so important, especially with the last year that's been taken away from us. So how can we create a community? And it can be a really positive thing. And there are those trolls that are out there, but that's really cool that she's able. So she helps kind of find, is it you're People's looking people. at like, yeah. Is it how you're, what you're liking? Is that kind of how, or how does it, it's for really someone big, who doesn't understand social media, no, take, take it down to the ABCs. So let's take a step back and we'll, we'll circle. I promise. So when I first started on beauty accounts, let's just start there. How I grew my following, I grew to about a thousand followers within a couple of months. Now, granted, this was 2018 and Instagram has completely changed since then. But big picture, what I was doing, what I'd, I'd spend every day 
anywhere from at least 30 minutes to 90 or even 120. God, God only knows. Just talking to people and being like, what foundation do you like? Or this NARS creamy concealer, tell me about it. Or Summer Friday's jet lag mask, what are the ins and outs? Or blah, 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 blah. And I was having these really engaging conversations with people. And I realized that the more I talked to people, the more I'd grow and the more I'd make friends and find new accounts. And I, you could totally tell a difference of how much yeah. Instagram's pushing out your content. So long story short, that's what Emma does, but for whosoever niche or creative target they're looking for. So web designers, she's will help you find more leads and more friends there. And so anyway, what so a we're fascinating both, market. It's like sales for instance. Yeah. So I'm more design. So I help with the creativity, the branding. Um, we both are great at strategy, which is where we put our brains together, which is so much fun. But we both had the same hardships of going, this is a really isolating space. This is very, it can be dog eat dog when it's not the beautiful community that also is there. They're, they're both there. It's yeah. a edged sword, if you will. Well, I guess the community isn't an edged sword. But Well, I no, I think to your point, it's like the community can also be a place where it's like people get afraid. They think that it's a pie where if you're getting more, they're going to get less. And so finding a place where it's like you can win and I can win and we can win and like, it doesn't have to be a lose-lose, like it's a both and or either or situation. For And that's kind of what I'm hearing you say. Oh, couldn't agree with you more. And I mean, this market's oversaturated. All everything is, especially if you can find it on Instagram. And what we've found both individually, but also collectively, is the more you're yourself and the more you have an authentic brand, a personality that people genuinely know. For example, I'm walking, you know, down a street in Chicago and I can put up a poll that says, am I going to get Starbucks or am I going to go get bagels and locks? And people are like, (laughs) oh, she's definitely going to get bagels and locks. Like that extra value add, if you will, of like knowing that about me, people crave. And so when we both put our authenticity together and so eventually created the brain dump, which is an intersection between mental health and entrepreneurship, Okay. essentially trying to keep you well through going through all this and mixing that with an authentic personality that, you know, both me and Emma's kind of quirks, if you will, Yeah. cultivated a community a bit faster than doing it just kind of off the whim. That's so cool. So how did, so you created the brain dump. It's an I know it's an Instagram page, but tell us more about kind of what goes into it. Sure. So we launched it at the be- in the middle of May. No, the beginning of May. Who knows? May it's is going Day. so fast. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like these months are flying. And it's also Groundhog's Day every day since March of 2020. And that's just like where we're at. Anyway, but so it has an Instagram and we've been really excited about everyone jumping on there with us. We also have a Facebook group and um, a Slack channel as well. Currently, we are finishing out our Be Well Get Social Challenge, okay. which was a free challenge that a bunch of women joined in on and every day had a wellness component and a be social component. So, for example, How one cool. could just be, yeah, one could just be take a shower or make sure you're eating three meals a day, just basic things that as entrepreneurs, when you're head down, you forget to do. Yeah. 
or unfollowing 50 accounts that are hurting your engagement because bot accounts, for example, they're just hurting you. There's yeah. the vanity metric. So just take that out. Or finding three photos that make you feel good about yourself. So these were some examples that we did. I think that's like such a, I've never heard of something like that before. And I'm sure it has made an impact not only on y'all, but had been able to help have ripple effects throughout the community. What are you hearing women say kind of as y'all wrap up this challenge? People are so excited. And everyone I talk to, both about the challenge, but big picture with what we're doing, they're just saying this is so needed. And anytime I feel myself doubting or Emma says something about doubt about something like this, it's just, but this is so needed because we're even feeling it too. I mean, that's why we made it in the first place. And I think that if there's anything to take away is that like, it really is a community. And it's really not as isolating as it seems or looks or feels sometimes. But I'm excited that that's your reaction as well. That's really cool. And are y'all going to be doing more? Are there ways that people can get involved moving forward if they're interested in it? Yeah. So we're going to have different events going on every month, different programs. We're talking about doing something of yoga next month, more information with reels. And there's genuinely just more and more and more coming. So if you're interested, you can find the username for the brain dump on Instagram through my Instagram okay. it's in my bio. And then if you're interested in the Facebook group, it's in the bio of the brain dump. We have our Instagram locked and loaded. We are good on that. So if you just find one of the Instagrams and they will, the other one. they will find it. I mean, I think, that's, exactly. I think what you're kind of the whole idea of the brain dump, it's like very similar to how this podcast had started. You know, you talk about how isolating. And I think that elephant in the room, maybe we've talked about it in the last 20 minutes. I'm not sure, but like COVID has felt very isolating. How have you been able in this time to still find inspiration? I mean, you're creating amazing things all the time. We are working together on the Yurka News podcast logo. So it's going to be created by Marlena, which is so exciting. How do you draw inspiration when we are kind of in this time? There's a lot. I think first <laughs> is in 2021, I have kind of learned a new definition of rest. 2020 was just, I feel like running around with our, oh, their heads cut off. Yeah, 100%. And so that's just that on that. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, that's 20, like kind of like how we had, like I had started to. journaling in 2020 and it's like funny to go back to the journals. And it was like, I did this today. And I was like, wow, that was really, that's really all you had today. <laughs> But like, that was like- On so many levels. That was a time. I mean, you think about going to the grocery store in April of 2020. I can't go back. I can't go back. I can't think about it again. But in 2021, you have found rest. Share with the people. I'm trying. I'm really trying because I've noticed that when I don't, it's not good. And I want to be so transparent that I practice that. And I I try to practice that even though I'm preaching that. For example, I know I'm going to have to work a little bit this weekend and that's fine. Like I work seven days a week, which is a blessing and a curse. Yeah, Blessing is sometimes work could mean 20 minutes, just getting stories up on a Saturday. Now, sometimes on a Saturday, that could mean five hours of work. And so I'm really trying to give myself grace. I call it one of my productivity hacks is to take a shower sometimes at like three o'clock on the Tuesday when some people are totally working. And for me, I'm like, okay, but I've been working since seven or eight, whatever that looks like. I'm taking two hours off. 
Well, I think giving yourself that time to like check out for a little bit, like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you like go on Instagram just to scroll. And like, sometimes it's for me just to get a little like brain break and like inspiration. And then I can go back in and focus on whatever I'm doing. So I think that Instagram sometimes get a, gets a bad rap on like what it's there for, you know, especially as we're constantly simulated. I'm like, sometimes I should see pretty pictures. (laughs) And then it's like no, no new information, no new content. Like this, this is really, this is really hard. Do you find that it's hard as an entrepreneur to like create that like time for rest? Or do you think if, as you're going through 2021, you're creating those productivity hacks, is that like a routine or they're meditation, journaling, how do you find your way to kind of getting in that space? Well, and that's a loaded question. So like, you no, can, t- you I can love break it. it apart and I love it. I'm going to just answer it very honestly. I'm just like the most open book there is yeah. in the world. I was kind of thrown into this. Like I said, I mean, I, I quit my job before the pandemic. Totally. However, three weeks into being an entrepreneur is like Tiger King was all the world was talking about. Oh my God. So like, that's remember so- that time. <laughs> we're like (laughs) we can relax for two weeks like this is gonna be great I'll see you in a month y'all and then and yeah so and like we lived in a studio when this started out then eventually we went to my boyfriend's family's house then I went back to Denver then we both came back here so like there was no routine that wasn't 2020 so I've been really trying to work on this since because I'm noticing how valuable routine is and how much Zen it can provide in the morning if you're starting your day on a good note. 100%. Also remember that for Frey's work, they're eight hours ahead. So I was not necessarily being the nicest to myself when I would wake up and to 40 to 80 WhatsApps and start my anxiety and start stressing immediately and getting all that out immediately. So. And I was doing that for years. So what I've worked on is creating mindfulness in the morning. I've really started making matcha this week. I've been like obsessed with it because I've been finding it helps my caffeine levels because I'm a coffee girl, but I'm drinking coffee right now. And I'm like coffee at 420 on a Friday, full disclosure, everyone, we're recording at 420 (laughs) on a Friday. I'm like, this is probably not going to help my, (laughs) you know, first off, you do what you got to (laughs) do. I'm so to everyone like you I do it's gonna make you happiest for me I I really wanted to like matcha and so I was determined to and then I found a recipe I like and so now I'm into it for the morning routine of having something to do kind of like a set yeah yeah like a pattern and a process like yeah I try in the mornings not to look at my phone for it's only 20 minutes I like listen to a podcast and I I pray and like I do I take my time And then I'm like, okay, well now I will open my eyes and like, look at the world. And I'm like, I think it helps to your point. What I'm hearing you say is like, it helps give you a second to like kind of ground yourself into where you're at before reacting to things that are external that like, are just going to drive us into like the spin. And yeah, I mean, I just was so excited about it from, from the beginning that I, I was all in. That's my personality. I'm kind of like a jump straight into the deep end. Like, let's see what happens. (laughs) And so now just as it's been my full time, there's been some practices that I've had to change. So you work with Frey. 
and yes. you work with other businesses as well, as well as the brain dump. Are there yes. things that you've kind of found as you're working with these brands that you're really excited about, like things that are coming yeah. around the horizon? Like what what's next that we should be on the lookout for? So first, Instagram stories are my bread and butter. Okay. If anyone needs Instagram story help, and I'll tell you why it's incredible. I've raised my hand, guys. I've raised my hand. She's raised her hand. Totally. And here's why. So Instagram stories basically came about when I started with Bray. Okay. And this is where, when I say I was studying campaigns, studying marketing campaigns specifically done on Instagram stories. I love this platform because it's like PowerPoint and intense Adobe kind of put together in a yeah. very simple way and has the ability to visually communicate in a way that completely transformed social media as it was, again, back in around 2018. So that's, um, I was like thinking as you're saying that, and you had referenced 2018. So that's kind of when they came out about because I was signed into doing Instagram stories 365 days a year, seven days a week. By August of 2018, my internship was June and I started my Instagram maybe that May or that April. Yeah. And so, you know, you know what? I'll tell you this. They came out in 2017. Because I went to Mumbai in December and I remember I posted like my first Instagram story. We need to talk so about your about travel that. next. Like that's the next, <laughs> the next podcast. I yeah. love to travel, which is why I want to freelance because I just want to travel yeah. the world. In what? So 2017, you started. Yeah. So the reason why Instagram stories are so impactful and the reason why it matters in the whole scheme of things is because now these brands can communicate on a daily basis. And it's not just selling content. It's not just education content. It's not just relatability content. It's putting it all together. And when you have a presence on your Instagram stories, you're talking to your most excited fans. Yeah, You're talking to the fans that already have their hands up ready to buy. Yeah, And so when you can cultivate it, And with repetition and consistency and high-end photography, it changed everything. I was actually looking at the numbers today and I was like, has it changed how people have bought things too? So like the click to buy and things like that, is that more of a driver now? Does it seem like? I mean, it's one of the biggest, if, if you're a brand that's working off of Instagram, Instagram stories will sell so much better than posts. I mean, it's apples and oranges. And then if you're an influencer, it's that on steroids. People aren't going to buy from a tile feed. They're going to buy from me because they know they know my bagels a lot yeah. and if I say this kind of blocks is I'm good. not a blocks influencer yeah. but conversationally there's value there so when you're creating like an Instagram story like do people need to be thinking about like I feel like I like just like take a picture and I'm like oh this is where I'm at like what are things that you know peek behind the curtain what should people be thinking about when they're doing their Instagram stories this memorial you know this weekend sure so for you for example it's really fun to see your behind the scenes, what you're going to dinner or a sunset, whatever that is. Cause that's fun. Again, that's showing you and what you like. Yeah. If you were trying to sell or educate, then if you could do probably three slides, I think that's about the magic number Okay. across the board, because that way it's enough to have storyboard. I was thinking about this. If Instagram, if you were supposed to do all your Instagram stories, just as slides individually, it'd be Instagram slides, but a story is storyboarding. Yeah. 
So your storytelling, your brand's values, your brand's ethics, your brand's product. And if it's that consistency, it's that repetition. And it's the power of saying things over and over and over because sometimes they'll stick. Yeah, no, but I think it's so interesting. I've never really thought about like the education, the relatability, like the pretty picture, like it all kind of needs to be there for someone to kind of connect it. That's like when I like first saw your Instagram, I was like, everything is like so cohesive. I'm like, I like this, like this, this we like. We as the collective, not we, me talking about myself in the third person because that's weird. And I'm definitely, (laughs) you know, you never know. It's Friday. It's Friday. But, you know, we've talked about entrepreneurship and social media. What are some like accomplishments, partnerships that you've been really proud of? I know you've talked about Frey. Are there other things that you're like, this was really cool, or I learned this about like growing in myself? Sure. Well, the first I just have to give acknowledgement to was an interview I did with Morgan Bryan. And it was four foot, it was me and Morgan. And I was asking her about motivation. And she said to me, she was like, well, not every day, not every day it's easy getting out of bed. Like sometimes that's the hardest part. And I swear to you, that changed my life. Yeah. So I'm just like the biggest fan. Yeah, girl. I feel like I just like, had a moment. That's that like, on that. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's that on that. So I just like <laughs> compelled to say that. But honestly, what's been so fun is having the opportunity to create so many main gigs or side hustles for women like yourself in different facets. The first one I did was for a yoga teacher. Her, we made it. It was called Sweaty Lou. And that one, I just remember crying, being so proud and so excited. And it's been a joy just to see all the different brands I've created. So that's been really fun, just having someone kind of foster these visions that they've had and let me go along. I'm like, seatbelt on. I'm so excited. <laughs> and that's kind of like when I talked about the podcast, I think it took me a really long time. Like when I referenced you being brave, I was like, having people co-sign this vision that I've had for a long time and be excited about it. I'm like, okay, well, maybe I actually can do it. And so I think that there are a lot of people and maybe people listening to the podcast are like, oh, I've thought about this or I've wanted to do this or, and it's just asking friends of friends, like, hey, do you know someone who could help me with creating a logo? It's like, yeah. And I'm like, cool. So, you know, this is my plug for everyone to kind of take that. What's the, what's that thing in the back of your mind that you've thought about and wanted to do? Are there things like that for you? I mean, you've created so many brands, you've done so much. What is, what are you excited about next? Is it brain dump? Is it, what is it for you? I love it. First, I'm just, I love building something and it's so much fun, whether it's myself working with other people, there's a slew of ideas up my sleeve. I'm really excited because my next vault drop for my resource shop drops by the time this will have be recorded. So that's exciting. And basically it's a membership where you can pay every month and have all of a vault of Canva resources. So we have Instagram stories, stop motion reels, posts, highlight covers, and these are done for you. So for example, yeah. So for example, if you know you want to be on reels, but you're like, I don't want to show my face. I hope that wasn't weird on the audio. No. Um, (laughs) I have stop motion already timed for you. So you just plug in your fonts, your colors, your photos. It's ready to go. You can press download and upload to your your feed. And so you can find this, so folks can find this through your Instagram. 
Yes, you can find this through my Instagram. It'll take you through the link in my bio and there'll be a membership link that you can click there. I also have free templates that I always have there for people to want to just try them out. You can do those through the link in my bio as well. That is so cool. I feel like I was, when I was first, I think we first started following each other. I like looked at my Instagram and I was like, Ooh, you are not cohesive, my friend. Are there things that you think about? Like, does it need to be cohesive? Do people need to kind of go back and curate? Like, what do you think about that? Or people, yeah. No, it can be whatever you want it to be. A just if it depends on who and what you're trying to sell. Okay. First, second, it can be really helpful to find one or two colors and kind of go with that. So for example, if you want to start incorporating graphics, pick three colors. We have that squared away on your end (laughs) and you'll know exactly which ones to use. So that way you don't even need to think about your photos, just conversation sake. You just know that all your graphics are going to be in blue with white writing or vice versa, whatever that is. And then you could just be like, okay, that's one checkbox. And it can go in in increments. You don't need to go zero to a hundred real quick. And if you scroll <laughs> through my feed, you'll see the same thing. It's a total so we don't need to go Drake status. We don't need to go. I mean, you can, and I'll, I'll help you do it. I'm happy to get you there immediately, but I just want to remove the stress of the little things because I heard this and then I've said this and it's really resonating with people. So I'll keep it going. You'd rather have a hundred percent days of B minus work than very sporadic days of A plus work. It's actually, yeah. And the message behind that is to show up and messy action is better than no action. We've talked about that before personally. <laughs> totally. I mean, it's so true. And none of us have the answer or the guidebook. And let me tell you that there are accounts with million followers and they have zero engagement or they couldn't sell a thing. And then there's accounts with one or two followers. And I'm not even kidding. They could have a 10K month because if that one client is willing to pay them $10,000 a month, then great. I saw someone who was making $40,000 with 200 followers the other day. Granted, someone posted that it could be such BS. But what I'm trying to say is don't get hung up on the little things Yeah, because it's just going to add stress. And But if you are looking to brand your Instagram, start with a couple colors, start with one filter, go there. And then if you want to add definition, you can do it in different capacities. And that's, again, why I made the resource shop, because I have it laid out. So there's four different brands. There's Hit, Edgy, Earthy, and Angel. Yeah. They all have their own vibe. So if you're looking for blue and purples and whites, and it's kind of like a yoga teacher vibe, that's Hit. If you're looking for Earthy and you want to be kind of like rugged out and outdoors, that's where you're going to go. You can customize any of them. So you could change the green of earthy to a muted taupe and do that. It works. I think you're making social media so much more approachable today. (laughs) So I think everyone listening is going to be like, okay, this is actually, I think. Don't let it stress you out. Yeah. Hi, have you met me? Like, (laughs) like, like, it seems like so much more. It's like, oh, okay. Like you're the storyboarding, the talking about that or how you need to like be thoughtful. It's like, okay, like you do need to share yourself, but also share what your brand is about. And if your brand is yourself, then that probably, (laughs) you're becoming an influencer. It's just, it's crazy that this social media platform has changed everything. Everything. It's all different. Yeah. Do you think that there's going to be something like what's, 
you know, we've had Facebook, there's been Twitter, like what's the next thing on our phones? Do we think it's going to be like, is it Instagram with, I mean, I don't don't know. I mean, in some capacities, I think that Instagram, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook and Twitter will stick around for a long time. And it will be interesting which one kinds of ebbs and flows. Yeah. But then I'm including TikTok in the yeah, no, I've, platforms I even, and that came out, what, last year, two years ago? Actually, I no, I think it was older and it just got popular. I feel like all the dances during quarantine were like very popular and I was just, so, you know, so popular. I, did, I didn't learn a single one, you know, didn't learn a single one. It, it God, intimidated me a little bit. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah, same. Maybe there's listeners who it wasn't intimidating and, and they crushed it. Now, crushed it. But I, it'll be interesting to see. I feel like sometimes TikTok to me is like a real, is like a, is the real the Instagram answer to TikTok? To TikTok. Correct. Okay. And I really like reels. And that's something that I'm really passionate about the membership is because I have those stop motion reels. If you don't want to use your face, some people feel uncomfortable, totally get it. And really I can and should be, and now I'll be held accountable by the time this podcast comes out to <laughs> you put some of my reels on TikTok. Sometimes I want to make sure that my time is being allocated. And so I get a little overwhelmed, but. Do you find it hard sometimes to find like, like creating kind of, we talked about a morning routine, but like as an entrepreneur, you said there's a, you know, you're working seven days a week is it hard to find times where you're block? Do you block time or do you give yourself, I'm going to work from X to X or like, how do you find kind of a, a groove with that? Yes. To all and of it. It's, yes. Yes. And yes. It really depends on the season. Um, sometimes I'm really, really good about shutting down by dinner time and not yeah. opening my laptop up. The problem is, is I really like my work. And it's so not a bad thing. it's a great it's, thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. <laughs> So I'll just be like doing website stuff, especially whether it's clients or my own. Sometimes I'll just like be doing it even later. And so what I try to do is I try to just be aware of it. I try to know when I worked and when I didn't. And so then it's like I can give myself the gift back of time. So for example, if I know I worked late, then I'll have an easier morning the next day. And then I'll time block on my calendar specifically for meetings And then I like to try to block Mondays and Fridays as less. So for example, this would be so much, this is better on a Friday than this would be on a Monday because I would just be so stressed. And I used to take Monday calls, but now I really try not to. I try to stack all my calls. Easier said than done. Sometimes I I get messages. Can can we meet at four o'clock on a Friday? Like not this, like a real me. I'm like, yeah, not this. (laughs) Do not pass go. Do not like $200. No, we can schedule one, but that's okay. We're working on it. The boundaries. It's a, I'd love someone to give me a rule book and then I can be like, well, someone gave this to me. Like I actually, but it's my business. So it's like, I'm the one saying no. I want someone to just be like, management said, maybe that's how I should phrase it. (laughs) Yeah. Management said, I can't do this, but I think it's hard. I think it, you know, you think about all the different things that are being pulled on our times, like boundaries are really hard. And, you know, from social media to entrepreneurship to everything that you're creating, like there's so many exciting things on the horizon for you. So I can understand why you're like, I just want to do more. And I think that that's kind of why you're so successful and 
I'm so grateful that you came on today. I'm just so excited about this. It really made my day. I've been real. I love podcasts. I love this medium. So I'm really excited that you were my first podcast I was on. I, I'm so excited. How fun was that? I hope you enjoyed this episode with Marlena. It's my hope that this podcast fills up your cup. So if it did, please like, share, subscribe, and review. I'd love to grow this idea and those actions really help. Tune in next week. And thank you again for listening to the Your Good News Podcast. Podcast.